it's almost impossible to feel loved at the same time you are feeling controlled. You are listening to Relationship Renegade, the show that brings you hard truths and the realities about relationships. I'm your host, Dr. Jameson Mercier, licensed clinical social worker and doctor of marriage and family therapy. Welcome to this episode of Relationship Renegade. Today, we are talking about love. That's right. We are talking about love. But it's not the warm and gentle and cuddly, passionate love that we all dream of and envision and can't wait to experience. No. And it is that that's not good to have, but we're going to save that for another day. Today, we're talking about the really jacked up kind of love that we show each other the messed up kind of love that we, the kind that we profess to have, we, we say it's this kind of love, but really, it's, it ain't nothing but, it, it's selfish, right? We're talking about transactional love. Yes, I mean, and, and some of you are like transactional love. What, what are we talking about? What is he, where is he going with this? Transactional love is the kind of love where you give something so that you can get something. Okay? Transactional love is where I do this for you. Therefore, I expect blank in return. Sounds kind of messed up when we put it in those terms, doesn't it? The reason we're, we're talking about transactional love is because too many people find themselves in some really, really tough situations. Now, they didn't set out to be in those situations, but we find ourselves in these situations. And unfortunately, many times, they're, um, they're of our own doing because of how we enter into relationships, right? We look to see what's in it for me. What can I get out of this? What can he do for me? What can she do for me? Okay? I need someone to take care of me. I need someone who can provide for me. Y'all know, you know what I'm talking about. And you know if this is, um, if you're someone who fits this criteria or not. And you know if it doesn't apply to you. Now, you know, when you read some of the articles, when you talk to some people, and if you're honest with yourself, the truth is a lot of relationships start out that way. A lot of relationships start out as transactional relationships. For example, you were lonely. You needed some company. You hooked up. You connected. Um, maybe you just got out of a bad breakup you know somebody somebody had to be the rebound you know you needed someone 
and you called Johnny or Susan or whomever, okay? You just got out of a divorce, okay? And you're not, you're not used to being by yourself. So you jump, you jump into the next one so that I don't feel lonely, okay? Or maybe it's not even a matter of being lonely. Maybe it's not even an emotional thing. Perhaps you're in a relationship as a matter of survival. I read a statistic somewhere. The, uh, the quickest way to be in broke is getting a divorce, right? Particularly for women. When, when women divorce, they are 50% poorer, less wealthy, right? It drops, especially if there are children involved and definitely if women were not working, okay? And oftentimes they were not working and then they have the kids. So maybe it's a financial reason, you know? It could simply be a practical matter. Whatever it is, we need to get to the point where we can talk about these things as they are, right? It's a transactional thing. And we all talk about, oh, no, oh, no, don't say that. It's, it's, it's because I love him, you know. Oh, no, I love her, you know. That's BS. That, that's a load of bull. That's a load of bull crap. That's a load of, load of horse crap. It's a lot of whatever. It's not unconditional love because there are just so many conditions attached to your love. So many. And and we we kind of brushed over some of this in, in uh, the previous episodes. But your love is conditional, right? It's transactional. And, and, it, I'm, and this is not a judgment. This is not what it is. I mean, it may, may be an intervention, but it's not a judgment. Because like I said, many relationships start out that way. But we get, if we're going to fix it, if we're going to address it, we got to call it what it is. Okay? So the unconditional love thing for a lot of people is BS. Okay? And and, and we need to call it what it is. It, it's... BS because well I'll give you an example. Um, if you're you're in a relationship or in your last relationship and not not romantic relationship. Um, last time think about your friend or your parents or whomever. Think about the last time you got into a disagreement with them. Disagreement with your parents or your husband or your wife, your partner, your boyfriend, whomever, you probably were like, screw them, I'm not talking to them anymore. Or if you're in a marriage, in a uh, romantic relationship, you're like, I can't believe he did that. You know what? He's not getting any sex tonight. I can't believe she said that. Who does she think she is? You know what? 
I'm not going to answer when she calls. Hello, somebody. Now, you, you want to call it unconditional love, but yet here we are. Here we are acting differently because someone either said or did something that hurt us, hurt our feelings, offended us, um, didn't make us feel good. And so that's, that's one case where that's the internal dialogue, right? There's something else when the other person is aware, aware of that's what's happening, right? You get into situations, oh, okay, okay, so, so because you're mad, now you're not talking to me. Oh, okay, that's how it is, right? Now we, we're, we're all aware of the game that's being played, right? Um, we begin to use those conditions, okay, because it's not unconditional. We use those conditions as a way to control, right? So I act a certain way. I treat you differently when you don't do what I want, but... But there is also the case where I did this for you, so therefore you must do this for me. Okay? I bought you this, I gave you that, so therefore when the time comes, this is what I expect. Hello. It happens all the time. And that's... That's not just in romantic relationships either, right? Whether it's with friends, okay? I didn't, I paid for your lunch, okay? Yes, you're my friend. I care about you, but I'm going to hold that against your head next. I'm going to remind you, hey, remember that time when there's, there's a funny story in, in, in my family? I mean, it's kind, I guess it's, comical now not so much back back when it was happening when I was uh fresh out of high school I needed a car um, needed to get to work get to school get around needed my freedom and my mother helped me by uh purchasing the car for me now it wasn't nothing fancy car needed work but I couldn't afford it so she did it she she bought it paid to have it repaired and, and and took care of all of that well fast forward a couple months I got into a situation with my mom and when I say situation just disagreement um, she didn't she didn't like my girlfriend at the time no secret here okay no secret no surprise I'm not saying anything that my mom and I don't talk about regularly so she didn't like my girlfriend at the time and it it really got bad to where I uh, I was thinking, I was like, you know what? This ain't going to work. I'm just going to leave the house. Why? Because I wanted to be with my girlfriend at the time. And so as I'm preparing, right, grabbing the little bit of things that, that I could, that was actually mine that my mother didn't buy, I go to grab the car keys. And my mother says, what the hell do you think you're doing? What do you think you're doing? I'm like, I'm going to take my car. She goes, no, you're not going to take the car. I paid for the car. 
I paid to have it repaired. You're not going to take the car. And then I was like, oh, snap. She played me. Hi, we are the Messiah Kids. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking subscribe now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. She played me. So then I was like, okay, fine. I don't need it. Who cares? So then in the back of my head, I was like, well, I put the rims on there. So I'm just going to take my rims off and sell the, sell the rims, get me some cash and roll out. She says, you are not touching my car. You can imagine how upset I was. But I used that illustration to point out it started out with my mother doing something good for me so I can go to school so that I can get to work. And then when I began to do something she did not approve of, okay, and listen to the words I'm using, right? Did not approve. Not that I was doing anything wrong or illegal. She didn't approve. Now, she that was leverage. That's, that's a good word. That was leverage. That was used as leverage against me. For many of us, for many of you, that is how you function in your relationships. You do things and maybe you're doing it because you love each other or you say you care about each other. But when it comes down to it, those things are used as leverage. Okay, it's, it, they're transactional, they're keeping score, they're tit for tat, and you are killing. Okay, you are literally choking your relationship you're, you're you're not doing it any 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 service whatsoever when that is how you approach your relationship imagine how i felt in when my mother you know when she hit me with that okay i felt trapped here i am needing to go wanting to go but now I'm being told you can't go or if you're going to go, then go with the stuff that you came in with. Right. Leave it what you brought in it. You know, y'all know who I'm talking about. Y'all know who I'm talking to. Leave with the crap that you came with. If you ain't bring nothing, you don't leave with nothing. So I. That that was that was uh uh a big revelation for me. And I will, and I will tell you this, that has really, that experience right there, again, no hatred, no animosity, you know, this was years ago, but it really informed how I operate as an individual and in, in my relationships to some extent. Okay. The next car I was driving, nobody bought that car for me. You know that, get that, get that straight. Okay. It, I paid 700 bucks for a little Lincoln Town car, 1989 Lincoln Town car. That was my 700 bucks. Okay, so nobody could tell me what to do. But imagine in a relationship, right, romantic relationships, if that is how we are now functioning, where we are skeptical of the good deeds that are being done for us. We don't know for sure 
if there are any strings attached, if there are going to be any favors, requests down the line. Okay. Um, it's, it's hard. It, it's almost impossible, I, I dare to say, to feel loved at the same time you are feeling controlled. I'm going to say that again. It is almost impossible to feel love and controlled at the same time. That creates chaos in, in someone's mind. Okay, you tell me you love me, but yet I feel like you're trying to control me. I'm not free to do the things that I would like to do, to do the things that I want to do. Why am I here? That is not how anyone should have to function in a relationship. Okay? But it happens. And we have the audacity. We have the nerve to call it love. Unconditional love. That ain't love. That is not, that's not, that's not how love's, that's not that, that's not the way love goes. Let me just say that. So what do we do about it? What do we do about it? Okay, so a couple quick solutions, quick tips. We got to shift from me to we. If I'm in a relationship thinking about me, me and me, then there's no hope. If everything I do comes back to me, right? So I buy you flowers because... I, I need something from you. Uh, I wash the dishes because I want something from you. Um, I, I pick the kids up from school because I want something from you. Right? Essentially, I'm in, we're, we're in a situation where we're keeping score. We're, we're, we're keeping a ledger of who's doing what and what's it worth. And we're just waiting, waiting for a time to show up and redeem these points, right? To cash in these chips. And some people hold on to crap for a long time, man. Y'all got some deep, deep, deep pockets just holding on to stuff, right? Just waiting, not realizing the damage that you are doing to your relationship. So we have to shift from this focus on me to we. Rather than what's in it for me, rather than how do I benefit from this, you got to start looking at your relationships as, and, and thinking, how do we benefit? How does me doing this benefit us? Is this a good thing for us? And it's easy to see that in a romantic relationship, husband and wife, boyfriend, girlfriend. But even in a situation where you may just be friends or parent-child relationships. We got to get to a point where it's not about uh, I'm going to do this for my kid because it makes me look good. Yeah, that happens too. Hello. Okay. It's, it's not about I'm going to pay for your college education. I'm going to send you to a good school so that when you graduate, you make me look like I did something. You become my status symbol. We got to get out of that. 
Okay, so that's the first thing. Second thing I want to say, get in the habit of giving it freely or not at all. If you can't give it freely, don't give it at all. Now, that might take some practice. You may not give anybody anything for a long time, and that's fine because at least then you're honest. Because if you're unable to give it without any conditions, without any strings attached, don't do it. When I was younger and people would ask me for some money, and you know this too, I'm, I know I'm not the only one who, who's ever done this because it's been done to me. Yo, homeboy, can I, uh, yo, let me get $10. What you need it for? Don't you just hate that? Hey, can I, can I borrow $5? What you need it for? First of all, it's $5, $10. Really, relax. But either you're going to lend me the money or you're not. You don't need to be all up in my, in my Kool-Aid trying to then control what I do with it. Even whether you it's a gift or it's not a gift. And even if it's a loan, right? Even loans don't come with as many conditions as we put on things sometimes. Give it freely or not at all. You know, every now and then, uh, Herdeen will, Herdeen, my wife will say, babe, can you do this for me, please? And I got to think about that, right? Do I really want to do it? And the truth is, a lot of times I don't want to do some of the things that my wife asked me to do because I would much rather sit on the couch, watch a movie, have a drink, you know, talk on the phone with my brother, my friends. Of course, that's the honest answer. But before I say yes, I say, hmm, you know what? I'll do it. Why? Because I genuinely care for my wife. Because I genuinely am interested in her well-being. And most times, most times, I don't want I don't know if I can say all cuz I don't know all, but most times if she's asking me to do something for her, she can't do it for herself or she's tied up or she's busy and probably doing something for us for the family all right and so i'm gonna do it out of the same genuine concern and i'm not gonna throw it in her face i said yes and i said yes if i were gonna throw it in her face i should have just said no but we're not all operating like that and we have to get to that point where we're gonna do it freely or not at all now um, final piece, what does all this mean ultimately is we need to transcend the transactions. I'm going to repeat, we have to get to a point where we transcend the transactions, get above and beyond this whole transactional way of being, right? You show up to a shop. Yo, I want these pair of shoes here. Here's $200. You give me the shoe. Right? I want, a, I want a favor. I want a service. I want a product. And in exchange, I give you money, favor, 
we barter for it. That's, that's a transaction. That is not the way you want to operate in your relationships. Okay? That now, there are some relationships that are like that. Uh, whether when you catch an Uber, when you catch a cab, a plane, the people who come and clean your house, cut your grass, that's a transaction. You cut my grass twice a month, here's 100 bucks. Okay, you take me to the airport, here's $20. We understand those relationships. There's not an emotional connection that exists. We appreciate the service or the product, but there is not that connection. That is different when we're talking about personal relationships, right? So, again, your partner, your husband, your wife, your parents, your siblings, it's different. So when we can transcend these transactions, then we have this a much more genuine, uh, much more genuine connection, much more genuine relationship. And then we start getting to the point where, yeah, maybe, just maybe, we, uh, we have what you call unconditional love, right? I love you whether you do it for me or, or don't do it for me, right? I, I do it for you just because, right? Not because you'll give it back to me, but just because I want to, because I saw that you needed it, right? That's the relationships. That's the kind of love that we, the kind of that we should be striving for, the kind of love that I hope for you in your relationships, all right? None of this fake love BS, all right? Thank you guys for joining me this week on Relationship Renegades. Listen, if you found this to be a value, if you found it to be helpful, I'd appreciate a rating and review on iTunes or simply send this to a friend who you think needs to hear this. Listen, I'm doing a show and I know I got some friends who I need to tag or send this to them. So that would help us out a lot if you would do that. Um, I invite you to check out our community on Facebook. It's called Relationship Renegades. It's a private community. And that is a place where we continue these conversations. So check us out there. And lastly, if you're looking to improve or maintain the status of your relationship, we're available for coaching and counseling services. Schedule your consultation or your love check, right, if things are going well, by going to merciawellness.com, um, and there you'll see a link to schedule your own consultation. Now, as a bonus, as a bonus, for a limited time, love checks are only $99 when we say that you heard about it here on Relationship Renegades. Be sure to come back for our weekend edition episode and our regular Wednesday episode next week. Right, where we will continue these conversations, where we'll continue to break down these myths and ideas and all the crazy things we believe. All right, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and remember, sex really does start in the kitchen. Bye now. <laughs>